You were just like I did at your age. Please don't say that thing. I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. Don't you take that tone of voice with me, young lady. Love you, Dad. I love you too, son. You're listening to Honey, We Made a Disney Podcast. Two friends since first grade, now dads, reliving the Disney movies we grew up on with our own kids. I'm Eddie Ferguson. And I'm J.B. Wagner. And on today's episode, we are high diving as we review Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. But first, Eddie, how's the family? We are doing wonderful. We are uh, enjoying kind of this uh, fun time where like uh, our son Lewis is becoming much more verbal and like interactive. And so we do, you know, a lot of, you know, the animal noises of, you know, what does a gorilla say? What does a, a horse say? What does a dog say? All of these different things. And he loves doing all of this. And um, we thought it would be really funny to teach him um, some of the Disney characters, right? <laughs> so he, we kind of start off with some easy ones of saying, um, uh, what does Mickey Mouse say? And he'll he'll say, oh boy, you know, because, oh. Mick- oh boy, you know? <laughs> oh boy. So we'll say, oh, what does Mickey say? Oh boy. Uh, and my favorites is, we'll say, what does Goofy say? And that's, oh, oh gosh. <laughs> so you, can ima- you can imagine a two-year-old trying to say, oh, gosh. That's gorsh. funny. That's cute. And then uh, Donald Duck is Ofui. So, you know, he'll O-fui? be Ofui. Ofui. <laughs> and so this morning, we, you know, we're just kind of playing around. He's got a lot of energy in the morning. And so we're kind of, what does Mickey say? What does Donald say? Whatever. And he looks at me and he goes, what does Mortimer say? What? And yes, so for those of you who don't know this, uh, when Walt Disney originally created the character of Mickey Mouse, he wanted to name him Mortimer. And his wife Lillian said, no, that, that's, a, that's a weird name. You should just call him Mickey Mouse. But how did your son know about Mortimer? So, in some Disney, like, Mickey Mouse shorts and also on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, there's this villain-esque character that's like, looks kind of like Mickey Mouse, but a little bit different, a little more sly, and his name is Mortimer. That's funny. That's hilarious. And we had no idea he knew this, so Lewis now does this thing where we'll go, okay, you know, we'll just play with it, and we're like... What does Mortimer say? And he'll go, cha cha cha. <laughs> I want that. I want a copy of that. I we have a, a video. I will send it to you. It is hilarious. It's cha cha cha. So now he cha-cha-cha. goes around, and now it's Mortimer, which most people don't know Mortimer as a Disney character, right? Yeah, so exactly. You do Mickey. You do Donald. You do Goofy and Mortimer. But and he picked it up all on his own. He did it all all on his own. It was it was quite hilarious. That is adorable. <laughs> all, all thanks to a Disney Plus subscription that we use a ton in our household. Uh, which brings us to today's news story. Yes, today is our one year Disney Plus anniversary. <laughs> anniversary. 
there were several who were calling it like plusiversary or or whatever. Yes, at, at the time of recording, we uh, we it is right at the one year anniversary of Disney Plus, which is uh, pretty crazy to think that that it's already been out for for a whole year. Um, and there's been a lot of like news reports, um, different kind of things going around, just looking at a year in review. And I think one of the things that's interesting is. Uh, I think Disney more than ever was so, so thankful that they got this out there prior to 2020. Oh, yes. Before the pandemic, that was a win. That was a huge win. Can you imagine the losses they would have sustained if they didn't have Disney Plus? No, it it would have just been um, just incredible. They um, they had hoped they they they. They were kind of honest with their numbers. They weren't, um, you know, they were hoping somewhere no, between it's like, mostly not honest. <laughs> this is true. You know, they were, ho- they were saying somewhere around like 20 to 30 million subscribers, like within the first two or three quarters of it, they had 19 million downloads in their first week, in their first week. Um, and then they are now sitting at, 60 and a half million subscribers within their first year. Um, and I was trying to track down the article. I couldn't find it um, of somebody comparing how long it took Netflix to get to that level of market share. Um, and it this is lightning, lightning speed. Some of it is because of uh, the pandemic and everybody being shut down. But it's also just the power of the brand yep. and people wanting that access yep. to everything. This was interesting. I came across a Forbes article that said the three things that uh, worked for Disney in their fir- Disney Plus in their first year, and the three things that did not. Um, they said the original um, programming was the first thing. The original programming on Disney Plus, and they highlighted. Uh, the Imagineering story and the Mandalorian, um, which was interesting because I'm like, what other original programming was there? It's like, oh, yeah, there was all these kind of weird one off things. But those were kind of the. The only, you know, <laughs> really kind of main original programming things. Um, but you remember when it first launched, like everybody was talking Mandalorian, a lot of yep. Disney fans, especially Disney Parks fans were talking uh, the Imagineering story. Those were kind of a big buzz thing there at the beginning. I, I think the biggest helpful, this was number two on their list was uh, the affordable price point. Um, when you're looking at yeah. six ninety nine a month or six nine sixty nine ninety nine for um, a whole year. That's really, really good. Um, and you guys get in on the crazy good bundle. Yeah, we got this email from the D 23 fan club. That was like, if you buy three years right now, like you had two days to buy it. Um, you got three years for like $120. Insane. Insane. So, like basically got a free year or yeah. N plus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just for, you know, locking in. And we're like, we're not. huge if, Disney fans. We have kids. If you can't hear the tone of my voice, I did not get to be a part of this deal. Your voice went down. My voice I, went it, down. And it, it lowered. Got very, very, so mature. Very Job-like and sad. <laughs> Job-like. Uh, the third thing they give credit to Disney is pivoting during the pandemic. Um, so 
you know, bringing Frozen 2 onto the platform sooner than okay. they had originally thought, okay. bringing um, Onward. Onward on faster. And then they also kind of did that with Artemis Fowl, Hamilton. Now they're doing it with Soul and then the whole kind of Mulan kind of, which gets to the three things they say Disney Plus did poorly their first year. Uh, number one, Premier Access. They were like, yeah, that was a swing and a miss. I don't with think Mulan, they're going to. You're talking about. Yeah, Mulan. 30, $30. I'm not going to pay $30 to go. Yeah, um, that's crazy. The second thing was glitches and bugs, you know, still are in the programming. There's these weird moments where it doesn't resume and there's just kind of weird things. Oh, um, I haven't seen a lot of that. I haven't I haven't really had any playback issues. I've had a few playback where I like go back to it and it won't pick up the episode where I left off the episode, oh, that's odd. which is you got to like scrub back to, to where it started. And then the third thing was the slow debut of original programming, you know, not having like uh, Falcon and Winter Soldiers taking forever. Pixar's Monsters at Work is taking longer. WandaVision still may come out by the end of this year. Don't know. Um, The one I'm looking forward to the most is the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I'm super excited. Is that still going to be happening? Because last I heard it was put on hold. I don't know. It didn't seem sure like so. it, it was one of the casualties of Solo, which I'm I love Solo. I love watching that that movie. But I know that after Solo they decided, mm, maybe we don't need backstories to all of our different characters. I know the Boba Fett movie got kind of axed or put on hold as well. I think it is still in play because okay. of the Mandalorian. It's kind of gonna be a similar um team behind it with uh the mandalorian because it's going to be a series not a film okay and it's for for disney plus only yeah so it'll be interesting what disney plus does going forward um it's cool to see how they're still trying new stuff i think the group watch feature is really a unique idea have you tried it yet um, that i've not tried it you and i need to we try do this. need we need we need to do this when do a zoom while we're while we're watching it too We'll put it out on our YouTube channel so that people can like watch it with us. But after the fact, not really. We'll see. We'll see. I would say uh, our biggest wins as a family content wise in this uh, is, I mean, like everybody else, Mandalorian was huge. Um, I had forgotten about them bringing it was escalated bringing the digital version of Frozen 2 and Onward very quickly. My my wife, I think Onward was one of the last movies I saw in theaters before everything shut down. And so my until wife... Until your favorite movie, Tenet. Yes, until Tenet. It was fine. It was whatever. I wouldn't have time to break it down on this. We're, we're trying to stay in Disney World. But Disneyland... Disney, yeah. <laughs> all, the, all, the, all, of the, all the parks here. <laughs> in there. Freudian stuff. Uh, those were definitely wins. I would say I'd forgotten about them because my first thing that came to my mind when you said wins and losses, was like, oh, this original programming pivoting. I'm like, how did they pivot? I was like, oh yeah, they did bring that. Uh, Hamilton was a huge, huge, huge win. Huge. Another uh, under the radar one was the Coco special at the Hollywood Love. Bowl. We've watched we, that several times. We love that's, that. That's a that's a deep cut. You guys need to go listen to that. Honestly, one, listen to one it, of the coolest it, things. 
No, we found a lot of fun stuff on there that we really like. Um, the seeing the Pixar shorts, kind of having all of them together in one spot is a lot of fun. We love going back and watching a lot of the old Mickey cartoons, like the Walt Disney cartoons from like the 40s and 50s. Those are a lot of fun to to go watch. And they've got a few documentaries on how they made a few of those. Yes. So one year, Eddie, it's been a ride. It's part of the reason why we're, we're able doing to this do this podcast in general. <laughs> so um, I think we can both say that this was a very good investment. investment. Good job, Bob Iger. Thank you, you, Bob you made, Iger. Bob Iger, you made a good decision because you As need you our validation. And then came back. <laughs> and now is he, he's back again, right? Like yeah, he's still there. Acting, who, who knows, whatever. But enough of the other talk. It's time for us to get to this movie, which is Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. Cue the Disney-ish sound effect. Okay, Eddie, it is time to read our IMDb description for this. Okay, mm. ready? Are you ready for this? Because I know mm-hmm. I'm emotionally ready for this. For all the people who haven't seen this movie, listen. <laughs> all the people who haven't seen this movie, probably most of the people. <laughs> most people. Thrilled by a performance she mm. sees at a fair, Sonora tries to land a spot as a daredevil. Who rides horses off to off of high dives? I totally botched that one. I feel like I just did not do this justice. One more time. One more time. I am from IMDb. Wild hearts can't be broken. Here we go. Thrilled by a performance she sees at a fair. Young Sonora tries to land a spot as a daredevil who rides horses off of high dive. End scene. I added another word in there, young Sonora. It sounded better. It needed a little <laughs> bit of little bit of a pep in there. Sonora Webster. Yep. So let's preface this, right? Ha- that, let's preface ha- uh, how we how are we going to talk about how we actually how we actually got to watch this? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we need to tell this story. So one, this is dedication. This, this is dedication. This to is te- you, the <laughs> listeners, because this is not on Disney Plus. This is not available on Disney Plus. I just I saw that you can rent it through Amazon Prime. I did find that finally today. Um, but uh, I I purchased it. You can buy the DVD for nine ninety nine from Target. So I bought it, and because this is a JB, you had never even heard of this movie, right? Like, so I think I had seen it. Okay. Okay. I didn't remember the remember it, but there were some pivotal moments where I was like, I've seen this before. So this was a big movie in our household. My sister and some of her friends particularly like really loved this movie. So we ended up watching it a lot. So I knew like, okay, we'll have some use for the DVD. Um, so I'll just go ahead and I'll buy it. Rationalize buying buying yes. this movie. And so I bought it. We watched it and we were on a road trip and we were going to be right by you guys. And so I'm like, fine. You know, we were going to meet each other for dinner. Yep. Um, and so we we were going to drop it off to you. 
Um, but we ended up having a flat tire, getting caught in traffic. It was tragic. It was, it tragic. was, it was really tragic. We were really upset. Um, and so we did not see each other. So we do the whole road trip, come back. It, I keep forgetting to mail it to you, mail it to you, whatever. <laughs> and so finally, I stuff it in an envelope with an envelope postmarked so that you can mail it back to me. It was so generous of you, Eddie. It was so and generous. With a note that said, Awful. do you remember my note? This will change your life. Be pre- yeah, something like, be prepared like, to have your, your life, life to, to be changed. <laughs> Which, by the way, have you put it put it back in the mail for me? I did. I dropped it in the mail today because hey. we watched it last night, and I was <laughs> I knew that this was special cargo for you. This had a special. Are you? I didn't know though if you needed a second viewing, if it touched you that much that you needed another view. One viewing was perfect. Yeah? One viewing okay. was enough. Right. Was enough right. for me on the, on this film. <laughs> I don't even How, know. I don't even know where to begin with, with this film. <laughs> so we'll begin with this is actually a true story. True story. Oh uh, yes, this is a. It starts off with a text on screen. I love it when they tar- start off with text on you do, screen. You do. This is a true story about a girl destined to achieve her dreams. Mm. So right there, it really pulls you in, and then it's direct. Right into the Great Depression. Wait, is that Teddy Roosevelt or who? Which? Uh, yeah, it, I believe it opens with with Wood, Woodrow Wilson. Um, that's right. Mm-hmm. The president at the beginning of the the Great Depression. So yes, it it takes place during that time. Uh, it's about young Sonora Webster, young who um, from the beginning you realize loves horses, but is very stubborn. She is an orphan. Um, actually she ends up being orphaned twice because her aunt who took her in, um, decides she can't put up with her. Um, which you, you've got to love that scene in the, um, in the schoolhouse, you know, where she comes in and just decks the girl. I mean, just boom. She kind of deserved it. The girl, the girl, oh yeah, the girl definitely deserved it. There is a lot of like domestic violence in this, in this movie there's a i don't there's know a if lot i'd call people, it domestic violence there's a lot of sure. people getting getting slapped punched, punched kicked sure uh everybody's on, in on the action nobody's nobody's left unscathed in this it's there's a there's a there's a lot of it there was at one point I was like this is just excessive <laughs> this looks like it hurts <laughs> so one of my favorite lines in the movie is when or mo you know she decks the girl she goes and sits down and then the teacher like pretty much kicks her out of the one room schoolhouse and Sonora refuses to leave like wraps her legs around the chair tightens in like no you know kind of she's very very stubborn or whatever and the teacher can't move her or whatever and it's just like a very juvenile thing the teacher's like all right she isn't here you know she and isn't here isn't here and they she's all just, just in there holding her paper. She's just in there holding her paper. <laughs> the last one, the last one in the room. And the teacher's just very, very childish about it. Yes. So she runs off. She goes to the fair. She sees. I have never heard of this, have never seen any instance of this outside of this movie. 
but apparently it's a quite the attraction. They build a giant tower. There's a pool at the bottom and horses run up. A girl jumps on the back of the horse and the horse jumps off into the pool. It's crazy that it's real. Yeah, that's really what they would do. They didn't. And apparently they didn't really need to train the horses either. They you could get almost any horse to do this. Just jump as long as they ran straight up the thing. It's kind of crazy that no one, I mean, people have to be dying doing this, doing this thing. And, and it's usually young women. It's usually women doing this thing. Right. They aren't men writing this either. And, and that this was, this was entertainment, you know, like this is the, the great depression, they right? They, yes. they paid to see this. This was, how is this entertaining? <laughs> I don't know. It lasts two seconds. I know. I know. And then she hops off and bows and everybody's cheering. I mean, it is crazy. Sure. But it lasts two seconds. Like, I expect a little bit more length for my pennies. A little bit of show. For for my pennies, if when I'm in the Great Depression, that's what I'm I'm looking for. (laughs) That's why the movies were so big, because you could go and you could hang out there for like a couple hours and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. This is like two seconds and you're done. And it's kind of interesting but at the same time I, i'm i wouldn't keep on paying that and maybe that's why there is that lull in the middle where they almost lose everything because right nobody wants to pay for horse diving <laughs> mm-hmm. but to back to what you talked about you were giving a great example of from the opening little section before she runs away up until near the very end i don't know that i was rooting for sonora at all <laughs> the entire majority of this movie i was like this girl is so annoying <laughs> i when she like tucks her heels in or whatever and she definitely had some legit bad things happening like being orphaned um because her parents dying Certainly. then then her aunt giving her up there was although by the time they got to the aunt giving her up i was like you know what if i was the aunt maybe i would do that too because this girl is by the time they else. get to it, it's like five minutes into the movie. It's at least twelve minutes into the film. Oh, true. It's true, it's true. a good twelve minutes in, and and I had already at that point was so over this girl that I was like, I I don't care. I can can we move on? I there there was definitely some middle middle parts of this film that I was like, I don't know if I can continue watching this. It was rough, mostly because of her, the way she just like. Did not care about personal boundaries, did not care about just like lying about things the entire time. She's just obnoxious and it's so annoying. It's so it was it was it just drug on me emotionally and I just wanted her out of my life as fast as possible. It was that strong. I was I, I wrote down here. I I don't want. I don't want good things for her. I'm not rooting for her. <laughs> I don't want anything good to happen for her because she is so annoying. There, um, it really, and it was like that all the way up until the big change at the end, near near the end when she has the accident. The accident right. on feels like a different movie. It feels like so it's f- all leading up to that, and then after the accident. And I couldn't, and I knew, and that's when I knew that I'd seen the movie before. I was like, wait a minute, I think I know what happened. Something bad happens. And I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. 
And when she comes out of the pool, okay, I remember now what happens. And from then on, it's a different film. It's just a completely different vibe, tone, feel from that moment on. And I know that that's the last third of the film, or maybe even less than that, maybe last last 20 minutes, last quarter of the film. It's a different film because then you see her really struggle. Like, this is the hardest thing she's ever had to do in her life. And you, I, I was rooting for her to get back on the horse and to go for it. Um, so for which, those of you who haven't seen the movie, in a dive, something happens. The horse gets kind of spooked. She hits the water, eyes open with kind of face forward, not protected. And she ends up going blind and losing her vision. Um, I keep forgetting that we can spoil this film because it was 1991. This is almost... 30 years ago now. So I think we're, yes. we're okay. I keep forgetting that I tried to, I tried to be gracious, but you know what? She goes <laughs> blind people. And then she's finally a sympathetic character. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it doesn't make blindness. you retrospect. It doesn't give retrospect of like, okay, this shows you from where she got the grit and the, the strength to be able to face this, this greater challenge. Sure, why not? Like it didn't make it make maybe go, man. You know what? The first hour ten of this hour and a half movie suddenly was worth it. It just made the ending of it better than the rest of it for me. Yes, to where she yes. when she does get on the horse and she goes off that last time, it was like okay, that was a good that was a good twenty minutes where I was almost gonna be like this. This movie was completely. I, I hated. I hated every second of it. <laughs> but then that last 20 minutes was like you know what did it you did it 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 was it made me it made me think of the guy the the hot dog guy yeah who kept on being like i want to make something death defying i want to make something death defying so it'll defy death <laughs> but then this movie defies death defied death because I wanted it to die the whole time. <laughs> and then at the very end, she totally redeemed herself. <laughs> but that was that was just me. Can we talk about the dad? Yes. When he dies. Doc I don't, Carver. I, I did not remember the scene, but the moment he starts clutching at his chest and then they pull and he's like, I need to pull over. I'm like, this is going to be the scene where it's like an old dog uh-huh. finding a comfortable place to die. <laughs> and uh-huh. I knew it. I could see it a mile away. And I even said it out loud to my wife. Like, well, it's like, he's like an old dog. He's going to go die right now by the, oh, yep. He's going, he's sitting right by the river. He's, he never told and, her the truth. Just kinda, he just kind of slumps over. Slumps over the wind. And then the wind comes and catches her attention. And then she knows. And, and then and then up. we and then we get the whatever that flower is and it's just like all the petals. The dandelion. <laughs> whatever that flower is. You mean the weed? The weed where the the wind takes all of its petals away. It's just like that's that's his spirit moving on. It was it was so ridiculous. <laughs> I, I kind of stopped and I'm in the rewatch just going, yeah, people people don't pass like this. Nope. This is not how people die. This is not how people die. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's uh. it was it was so ridiculous but i just started laughing when uh when i was like oh i know what's happening here and i was just narrating it as it was happening without remembering what had actually happened but i was i was right so you know what's so fascinating about this movie is like it's kind of like sitting here in 2020 you're just kind of like looking back at this movie and it's it's kind of two things playing out at the same time right where it's like the 1930s were a different time you know like that was just different people different way of living like through and through and the whole time you're watching this like there is a certain level of appreciation for those who lived through the Great Depression, who went through that time period. Yeah. Um, not that this is like the best uh, illustration of that, but it, it shows you that. But then there's like this other layer of this is movies in the early 90s. Yep. Like you you put this, you know, we've now watched uh, at least two of these, maybe three of, you know, White Fang and Shipwrecked and then this. And it's like, wow, this, these types of movies made money in the early 90s. <laughs> like, there, there's a reason why they were making these. Yeah. Um, they weren't making crazy money. You know, I, I, this would be a direct to Disney Plus movie today if they even thought about making it. Which It would um, still be DVD. It would still be great. I don't even know if Disney Plus would pick this up. Well, the Disney Plus is actually coming out, ironically, with like a new Black Stallion movie or something like that. Oh, coming, yeah. And it's going straight straight to Disney Plus. This is their B. This is their B level quality. For <laughs> quality sure. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, man. I, I have a note in here. Can we talk about before the the penultimate scene at the end, the montage? <laughs> The, of the, her training. the the lightning the lightning storm <laughs> montage is sitting on the horse. It was very reminiscent of the eighties. It was a very eighties. You you see it's that it's a big rocky moment when you're, when you're when you're outside and you see at night and then the lightning bolt comes into the sky and then all of a sudden it's weird her caressing the the horse in the middle of the pitch black and she's trying to become one with the horse. Yes, but see, this is where you struggle because you hate animals. For those of us that love animals, that is like a tender moment that's like, yes. It's not it's not supposed to be it's supposed to be like intense it's an intense montage. It's like you just you just hate animals. It's like rocky training and it's like da 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 and it's like touching the horse and stuff like that. And then it's like the real curious girl lighting, like just like Parts of the face, it, it if, was incredible. If, if, if that was an Apple commercial and she was like touching a new MacBook Pro and the lightning's going off in the background, you would love it. You would think like, oh, wow, this is amazing. She's connecting with the machine. This is so good. It's just because you hate horses and all living You know, creatures. it's just because I hate everything. I say all creatures. I'm just anti all creatures and that's why i didn't appreciate <laughs> the magic that was this montage <laughs> it was something else it was it is it, it was really worth I, it helped that it happened during the better parts of the story to where <laughs> i didn't it to the better. <laughs> if it had come before that big where she lost her sight i would have turned it off i would like oh. if she was trying to like before her first time jumping i would have just turned it off Oh. Which, which this is crazy. When she does her first jump, she had, ne- and which is to a live audience, she had never done a jump before. 
right? They never got the, the only thing she had done was learn to ride a horse. It was like riding a horse and jumping on the moving horse. That's all she had done. Then Marie gets hurt. She goes out there. And then all of a sudden now she's going to go do the big jump with zero practice, zero rehearsal, zero safety training. There's no way she should. There's no way she should have. OSHA lived. didn't exist back OSHA then. OSHA did not exist. There's no. There's no way that she should have survived. She's that good. Just in She's her blood. That good. It's you know blood. why she was able to do that? Because she likes horses. No, because she had a wild heart, and wild hearts can't be broken. JB. There should be a song. You don't understand because you have a tame heart. Because I have a tame heart. I have a very tame heart. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Oh, uh, did you catch the West Wing connection? Oh yes, I talk. I saw her right away. I was like, "That's Toby's wife yep. from the West Wing." Kathleen York is in this movie, um, who played Andrea Wyatt in the West Wing. If you haven't realized, JB and I are huge West Wing fans. Huge it's not West Wing. six degrees of separation from the West Wing at all times. And you should um, always watch the West Wing, especially the last season during an election year. That's great. It's awesome. Yeah. It's especially great when Nevada actually is in play. But anyways, is, in real life. But anyways, so I digress. Eddie, what um, any parenting perspective you got off of this film while watching it? <laughs> and we've talked a lot about nostalgia. Don't, uh, so I'll go back to this. Like this was a big movie for, uh, my family growing up, my sister and her friends in particular really loved it. Um, and there, there was just that, um, I don't know. We grew up in a household. My parents very much instilled like, you know, a Ferguson never quits. You know, there's just this endurance. We will, you know, kind of grit our way through anything. Um, so that always just kind of really resonated with us. And there was, I don't you're know. You're on time, I, you're late. Exactly. If you're on time, you're 15 minutes late. That was what we were raised to, to believe. And I'm 15. So this movie stirred up that same. For sure. For I, you. Yeah. I, I think there is these good messages of, of endurance of, you know, that grit of being able to get things done that I think is is really cool. I, I appreciate the, about that character. I think one of the lines that I really uh, thought was funny but also somewhat cool is uh, Sonora says I found my destiny not in far off places but within myself. Mm, that could go on an Etsy t-shirt right there. That doesn't that's like doesn't get more American than you know than that right uh, to find your destiny within yourself. Just such a, a profound thing there but yeah, I don't know if I would, though, want my kids to run off and join the circus, more or less. Yeah, probably not. Probably not, probably a, not. Like, a great career choice uh, for something that they've never done before. Maybe not Maybe not the first thing that you want them in. But if you love horses, it's all about the horses. What, uh, I mean, obviously, we all realize that if she has parents... She's probably at least 20% less annoying. <laughs> I'm not going to say fully because you never know for people. Right. But she's, I think even her aunt hints in the beginning part, like you've been a different person since your parents died, since your parents mm-hmm. died or whatever. Um, 
yeah, the majority of this never happened. And maybe she, maybe that's bad in the sense that she never gets to become the thing. It said that she went on for 10 more years to do this horse diving stuff and to make yeah. um, a name for herself. But then again, not having to live with <laughs> this girl in my life for an hour and 10 minutes, <laughs> like grating at my very existence. <laughs> hey, Al fell in love with her. Okay. Yeah. Poor Al. Poor Al. Not poor Al. He's, he's, special too but did did you notice that they kept on talking about the 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 old man as like this amazing showman and he never showed that ability like at all doc carver doc what a great name doc carver i'm surprised that he wasn't also like doc carver this is where you're gonna get your weird remedies for for stuff that doesn't or not well on i thought you'd pick this up by now but this uh our principal growing up was Dr. Carver. Dr. Carver and so yeah. we used to always think of him, think of that when oh, we watched funny. this movie as kids. Cause it was like Doc Carver. Yep. But yes, no, um, he's got the, uh, the cool jacket from wild bill Cody. Oh, that jacket. Um, and then and that's get, about all the showmanship he's got. And then Sonora brings that jacket. Mm, puts it on at Al the at the end. end. You loved that moment. That was just a tearjerker of a moment. Where's his dad's? Didn't really jacket? go with his ensemble. It, re- it really wasn't on brand for him. But <laughs> you know what? You do what you got to do. Eddie, how many fruit snacks are you rating this movie? Uh, I'll be honest. I have no intentions to watch this movie again anytime soon. Um, you've been giving me 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 crap this whole time and you're like <laughs> really secretly i hate this movie i don't hate it um i just don't uh i don't have i don't remember back to it as fondly we did grow up watching it a lot in my house but uh i probably look more fondly back on shipwrecked i think that's a little more in tune with my spirit uh, my spirit my spirit of adventure, shall I, shall I say? Um, but yeah. So how, how I many? would probably give it one and a half. One and a half. For one and a half. I'm barely giving it one, just because of the twenty minutes that of the end. If that hadn't <laughs> happened, there wouldn't be any fruit snacks left. There'd be none. There'd just be nothing. But I will give it one for an engaging last twenty minutes. It saved itself. It saved one. <laughs> from the from the from the grave but that's it so that's all so how how would you remake this movie in 2020 in 2020 is the horse talking in the <laughs> <laughs> if this is still a kid's movie well remake, that's the is question is it is she... set in 2020 or is it set in the great depression it's just made in i mean i think it's just got to be that we remade it in 2020 right but same I mean, we talked setting, about it. It would, it would not be going into theaters. It would. We've talked about that before. It would be going straight to some streaming channel. Oh, uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. I don't know. Is it? Is it jumping through off the cliff through flaming like circles or something like or, or rings or something like that? Do they have to amp it up a little bit? Is Well, if if this was made in 2020, we all know there would be no uh, real horses used in the filming. Yes. It would all be CG. All CG. So there would be incredible um, 
behind-the-scenes footage of a rather tall man in a green suit with a young lady on his back jumping off of a, of a tower and then having to painstakingly paint a, a horse in. I don't I honestly don't you know it's this, true you know yeah, it's true this movie is not getting greenlit in 2020 there's no, <laughs> no there's like there's some movies we, we've kind of started to see over over the past decade the middle ground of movies where you get it's got to be dirt cheap made with your iPhone or blockbusters and mm-hmm. this movie is none of that it's never getting it's not getting greenlit by anybody the proof in this is that Disney owns this movie and, and they not, haven't even put it on their own streaming service. They haven't. They won't even put it on on uh, on it. At all. They put Shipwrecked on there, but they did not put Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. And there's no there's no rationale as to why it's not on there. Like there's a are you website. on Reddit like joining in a group of people trying to find all the people that have been clamoring for this movie? Oh, is there? Is it really on there? No, I don't. Oh, I don't know. There, there's no, nobody. there, there is a Reddit thread or some thread out there that explains what movies are not on Disney Plus yet and why. Like, what copyright restrictions is keeping it off of? And they're and they're just like this there's movie n- could be. There's they nothing. Don't. No, nobody, nobody's even asking for it. So maybe, maybe I should go back and I forget. I think I only gave Shipwrecked half a fruit snack, and maybe I should go back. Or no, I think I took all the fruit snacks and left. I forget how I ranked it, but I don't know. I'm now I'm revisiting of like which one do I really feel like was a, was a worse movie? Because I don't know. At least that gorilla. At least we'll have that gorilla from Shipwrecked. Uh, so I yeah. think we agreed. Like the second half of Shipwrecked is the better. It's the better. It, it's the better. It's the better half. part of that movie. It's the more. It's an engaging. And here half. we just had the last quarter. The last quarter. That's it. So it, this probably was maybe the worst movie we've reviewed. Would you say that so far? Now that we've gone up to ten, gone up to ten episodes. Oh, we is are this in the episode worst ten. Thing? This is yeah. this is not a great one to be doing at number ten. But is this the worst one we've done? Probably. Probably. I I think as people are listening right now, they're like, oh well. I'm not going to go out and watch this movie then. If you just want to hear his banter, this is the place for that. Even well, people even are definitely here for the sultry sound of our voices. That's, well, that's that why you listen to this. Well, that too. My mic keeps moving. There we go. Okay, Eddie, we need to just wrap this up because we've, we've spent way more time on this than some of the other better movies that we've 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 watched um i don't even care about the unintended moral consequences of this film <laughs> what if their parents are like toddlered or whatever let's move on any final dad tips that you got before uh we wrap this wrap this episode up i will say the thing i i do appreciate about this movie is as a father of a daughter like you do want your daughter to be to have a strong will to get out into the world and you know, conquer her dreams and stuff like that. Um, I appreciate that. I just, I do hope she has better dreams than high diving horses, you know? Persistence Mm. and lying will get you what you want in the end. That's the, that's, that's the dad tip from, from this, the, or the unintended moral consequence of this. I don't even know what question we should ask people. If you were homeless, 
in the 1930s and had to pick a career at age 17, mm. would you be a hot dog cart person? Would you dive with the horses? Would you shovel manure for the horses? Would you try to make it big in the card games? Or would you go to New York City and try to make it big on the silver screen? Well, you gave lots of options there. Those were the many different tracks that people took inside the, the many movie. Different in, tracks in, inside the took. movie. So tell us, you got to answer that question when you go to our website, honeywemade.com slash listener. You can take that poll question as well as previous poll questions from the previous films that we have watched. And while you're there, you can actually see, you go to honeywemade.com slash movies. You can see all, all the movies, the movies we're going to be doing from 1988 <sighs> All the way to 2005. And get ready, folks, because this was the final movie of 1991. In next week's episode, we move to the year 1992 and review one of the greatest movies Disney has ever made. Period. Are you going to tell them what it is or are we just going to like tease them? Well, they're going to have to go to the website to see but the movie you, list you or... Subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast so you can listen to next week's episode as we review arguably Disney's greatest musical. That's the hint I'll give. Greatest musical. Live action musical. The greatest live action musical Disney has ever made. Well, that's incredible. Thank you so much for listening. I personally need to go train my horse to go jump off, uh, do diving, and so I gotta, I gotta run. I'm researching new ways to cook cock dogs. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye.